Have you heard about the benefits of a sleep log or a sleep diary? I mean, you're wondering, when should I note down these numbers? Maybe you notice that checking the time at night makes you anxious and you're thinking maybe I should just during the day. Well, if so, this video is for you. We're going to talk about this topic today because this is lining in the comments. What a change has been so profound that I look full at the problem in the face. Like, okay, insomnia, do your worst. I'm not running from you. I'm not gonna be scared. It's just something that's just so simple. Like the truth, the truth has to be simple. Otherwise, it's not the truth. I was so trapped in my head before. When I say my whole life changed, like my whole life changed. I'm Coach Daniel, and this is the Sleep Coach School. And I this topic, or this comment, I should say, to go over today, it is from JTS, JTS123, and uh, JTS123 commented two days ago on actually last week's mind in the comments uh, saying, Hi, Diane, you talk about not checking time and chasing sleep. Is it recommended to only check time when you are up for the day? Question mark. I log my sleep by checking the time when I get into bed and when I get up for the day which is me not being able to fall back asleep. I'm dealing with sleep maintenance insomnia, currently trying to be able to sleep through the night, but at least fall asleep after the five hour mark. JTS, one to the firstly, thank you for the comment and thank, you know, thanks for sharing this with us. And by the way, Andrew, who is here as at Andrew B7, wrote a very, very nice reply. But yeah, I, um, Wanted to spend some more time on this because I think it could help a lot of people and hopefully help you, JTS. And so I think actually the most helpful way to start is actually to answer the question with a question. So the question was, you know, is it most helpful to just, uh, you know, log the hours when I'm up uh, for the day? And I would say this, why do we want to monitor and track sleep? Like, honestly, if we look, kind of take a look, like honest look inside and, and, want, and ask ourselves, why do I want to know? how much I slept, then we can see that in all likelihood, what we're wanting to do is to sleep more or sleep easier, sleep better, feel more refreshed or something like that. That's ultimately our goal. And the thing is that monitoring is a very common problem solving method the brain has when we are trying to fix our car because there's a funking sound coming from it. We're going to be monitoring when we're listening. We're going to try to find out that we're going to see like I change this, this is better, et cetera, et cetera. And that can help with many, many tangible problems. But the but here is that problem solving does not help when problem solving is the problem that we're trying to solve. And I know that sounds so much like a riddle, but in kind of more plain English here, the attempts to fix our sleep are what is keeping us from sleeping well. The desire to sleep after the five-hour mark is what keeps us from, you know, sleeping sooner or easier. You know, trying to be able to sleep faster is what keeps us from having that, you know, effortless and peaceful sleep. So problem solving, trying to fix our sleep is why we're not sleeping in the context of insomnia. And we see this when we've been kind of taking this honest look inside and we're like, aha, my attempts to monitor and track sleep is part of the reason why I'm having trouble sleeping, then we can see the benefit with not tracking, not monitoring. And I mean, at all, not checking at all, not knowing how much, not attempting to know how much we've slept. So to get really practical here towards the end of this, uh, this class here, 
I wrote down two things and one is going to be a more specific answer to your question. But the first one is, if we find it within ourselves to go timeless, to adhere to the timeless principle, the timeless way, not track at all, I think this can really often be so, so helpful because when we're no longer problem solving, there is no problem to be solved. But though, I should say though that this can be quite scary because, you know, tracking can give us some sense of control. It can give us some sense of like of that we're doing something, you know? And so if the idea that not tracking at all is kind of frazzling to us, I would say this, if the timeless way frazzles us, it can help to check numbers in the evening. You know, oftentimes if we, if the first thing we do in the morning is like we check the numbers, that is really quite tricky because either way it leads to performance anxiety. You know, if we find that, oh yeah, I hit, you know, this many hours, then we like celebrate for a second. And then we're like, but how do I do it again? performance anxiety, right? Or if the numbers are low, we're like, oh my goodness, I didn't sleep much at all. How can I prevent this from happening again? How do I do it? Performance anxiety, right? Either one leads us to try to repeat it or try to avoid it, right? Which is, which is again, trying performance anxiety, right? If it's scary to us to completely let go of monitoring, then what we can do is like, okay, we wake up, we, the, however we tracked it, we don't check the numbers, we let the day pass. And in the evening, we, we take a look at the numbers and that can help because there's not this immediate like performance anxiety type feedback. But also we can discover a lot this way, meaning we can discover that, whoa, I had a really nice day. And when I look at the numbers, I didn't sleep that much. Or like, oh my goodness, this was kind of a difficult day for me, but I slept a lot. It, it can really help us see that sleep in itself actually has much less impact on how we perceive our day than we often think. So I uh, hope this helps. JTS123, please let us know in the comment section if this makes sense to you. And we will go from there. Apart from this, I just want to wish you a very pleasant and nice weekend. And do know that I, of course, hope that what we teach here will be helpful, really, really helpful for you. But oftentimes we can arrive where we want to be a little bit easier and sooner when these teachings are contextualized for us, you know, personally contextualized for us. If that sounds interesting to you, then please head over to sleepcrystal.com because, you know, you can actually book calls with coaches who are certified and who went through this journey themselves, like Coach Veronica, Michelle, Coach Chris, you can even book a call with myself. Or if the struggle has been more emotional for you, if you struggle with a lot of anxiety, you felt maybe isolated, then it can often help to share that with a group that understands. You don't feel so, you don't feel so alone that way in our insomnia immunity program could be a perfect fit for you. Or on the other hand, if uh, convenience is really something you, you look for and, and having one-on-one -on -one support from a coach, then bedtime can be a really good option for you. And by the way, bedtime actually has a program starting at $49.99 now. We get our curriculum, but also AI support from Ellie, who I've trained personally. So if any of that sounds uh, interesting to you, do check out thesleepforschool.com. And now, Let's head into the weekend. Hope you have a peaceful and wonderful weekend. I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye. That was all for today. I hope you found this episode really eye-opening. And if you're looking for something more tangible, then head over to our website, thesleepcoachschool.com. You'll find several coaching options where our teachings can be contextualized for you personally. If you decide to join, we look forward to seeing you on the other side.